Between the years 1409 and 1963, there was a ceremony of placing the papal tiara on the newly elected pope, in which was called the papal coronation ceremony. The most recent was the 1963 coronation of Paul VI, who soon afterwards abandoned the practice of wearing the tiara. None of his successors since have worn it. We might say that leaving behind such vestiges of medieval monarchy in the church was a positive development, but the papal coronation ceremony was not all pomp and circumstance. Borrowing from ancient Roman tradition, it included one particularly distinct moment where the papal master of ceremonies would fall to his knees before the pope holding a silver reed with burning flax for three times in succession. As the cloth burned away, he would cry out in a loud and mournful voice, Pater Sancte, sic transit gloria mundi. Holy Father, so passes the glory of the world. These words served as a blunt reminder to the Pope of the transitory nature of life and earthly honors. This tradition borrows from a basic philosophical conclusion, we might say, of the nature of our life here on earth, that everything is going to pass away, certainly at the end of time when Christ returns, but also when we die. Everything that we've accumulated will pass away with us and will no longer matter to our souls. And all of the readings today expound on this basic truth in light of divine revelation. And the message is clear. In order to live for eternity, we must attach ourselves while living in time to the things that endure eternally. The answer to how we do this, of course, is Jesus Christ the eternally begotten Son of God who entered into human time and space so that we can return with him to the Father for eternity. We heard today in our first reading the book of Ecclesiastes, which is actually the only mention of that book in the entire Sunday lectionary. So it's the only time you will hear it for the next three years on Sunday. I hope you didn't miss it. And that book is going back to the tradition of the early church fathers associated with the first of the three stages of conversion in the spiritual life. And this has been a foundation for all of spiritual theology since the fathers of the church that the spiritual journey is described in three stages that everyone must pass through in order to enter into eternal beatitude. The first is the purgative way, the illuminative way, and third, the unitive way. The unitive way is, of course, that beholding of God face to face and living in total loving communion with him the illuminative before that is when we enter into deeper infused contemplation with God in prayer. And then the first 
is the purgative way. And the book of Ecclesiastes, according to the fathers, is a sort of sign of the purgative way. These same fathers also tell us that the book of Proverbs represents the illuminative way. And Song of Songs, that great love poetry, is a sign of the unitive way. The book of Ecclesiastes, as we heard, is all about the vanity and the transitory nature of things of this world. The author of the book is almost kind of lamenting that fact. He's sort of realizing that everything is passing and so many things that we place value on in life really don't have any value at all. And so when we understand more deeply the purgative way, it is just what the word implies, the stage of purgation and purification. Because there's so many things that infect our hearts as we're drawn by concupiscence, that, that inclination to sin, we are drawn to things that pass away. Namely, things like pleasure, wealth, power, glory, fame, all of these things that subconsciously guide our actions every day completely pass away, don't mean anything when we die. And so if we want to enter into deeper union with God and prepare for ultimate union with him in heaven, we have to pass through this stage of purification or purgation. In other words, if we want to attach ourselves to things that endure eternally, there cannot be temporal attachments on our heart. We have to detach from things that pass away, hence purgation and purification. And this is a necessary stage in the spiritual journey. There's no entering into deeper infused contemplation with God. There's no entering into uh, union with God until we've been completely purified. And so thus, these stages of conversion and, and deepening one's prayer life is not about a simple technique or a method. It's not about a certain posture we take on. It's not about getting high on psychedelics so we think we're in heaven. But no, it is undergoing purification and embracing the cross detaching ourselves from the many things that pass away. And there's a common temptation in the spiritual life, especially among beginners, to think we can skip ahead to that stage and think we're not in need of that purification. But that's ongoing. And the way we go about purification is very simple. It's daily practice of self-denial and mortification. And so every day, if we want to grow in those stages of conversion, we must find occasions to choose against our preferences, to choose against those inclinations toward pleasure, wealth, power, glory, and fame. We must actively take that upon ourselves so that we can enter into deeper union with God, to detach from those things and attach to the things that endure, namely Jesus Christ. 
In our second reading, it also connects to this. St. Paul speaks of this exact thing. He tells us, think of what is above, not of what is on earth. Put to death the parts of you that are earthly. In other words, detach from them, be purged of them. He says, immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and the greed that is idolatry. And finally, our gospel also ties this all together in speaking of the parable of the rich man whose life will be taken from him as he finds himself poor in what really matters to God. So let us not fool ourselves in trying to avoid the cross and those necessary practices of daily self-denial and mortification, all for that necessary purification. Look to the saints to see this embodied, to see the beauty of life in Christ, which is the one thing that eternally endures. Seek transit gloria mundi, so passes the glory of the world. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.